Welcome to Elevate the Day. Karen and I are excited to be with you and to share practical ways that you can grow your relationship with God and live the victorious life Jesus died for you to have. Be sure to tune in each week and tell all of your friends so that you can elevate their day too. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to Elevate the Day. My name is Jennifer Cavello and I am here with my co-host Karen Salisbury. Hey, hey everybody. So we are so happy to be back with you this week. I know we, uh, we had a, a week off last week. Uh, both Karen and I had some medical procedures going on and um, really didn't think we could deliver quite the elevating message last week. So, <laughs> so we spared you. <laughs> we, we definitely spared you for sure. So um, we hope that you missed us and you're excited as we are to be back, uh, back listening today. So um, praying you are all doing well and being blessed today. Yes. So today we're, we're going to chat a little bit about continuing our conversation a little bit about getting ourselves ready for the birth of Jesus and uh, really getting our hearts in the right place. And one of the things that uh, both Karen and I experienced over this last week is learning how to experience and express joy, even though you're going through a trial. Um, really looking at the trials and challenges that you might be facing and what is the lesson? What do I need to take away from this? So as opposed to having this, why me, why me, why is this happening to me kind of approach, really looking at the different hiccups that come to us and all of us every single day, looking at those through a different lens and that lens is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what he offers to all believers, no matter what you're going through. So um, we want to chat a little bit about that today. We want to talk about the importance of rest. We want to talk about the importance of keeping our eyes on Jesus. And of course, always looking to him as the author and finisher of our faith. So uh, I think we were chatting a little bit about a a passage in Hebrews, Karen, right? That that you had mentioned? Yeah, well, as soon as you start talking about rest, you know, Hebrews chapter four talks about rest. Um, and, and he's talking about the children of Israel wandering through the wilderness, but he has a promised land, you know, prepared for them. Only they wouldn't believe him. They believed more in the giants in the land. You know, they sent the spies into the land and they said, yep, yep, yep. It's a great land. It's full of milk and honey. It's just like God said, except there's giants, meaning except there's a hindrance to us receiving our promises. And it's the same for us today, right? There's, you know, you rarely just waltz into God's promises without any kind of trouble. You know, I mean, there's trouble comes every day because we live on an earth with a curse and we can't be surprised when trials or troubles or hurts or, you know, frustrations come our way. We just have to, uh, like, like you said, Jen, look at it through the filter of God, through the filter of his word, through the filter of Jesus. And that's what the children of Israel didn't do, you know, so they wandered in the wilderness for 40 years, if you've read that in the Old Testament. And so God's referring it 
to it again here in the New Testament in chapter in Hebrews chapter four. And he says, don't be like those guys. You know, he says, don't let what they did. Don't be caught in their same unbelief. Keep believing me that your promises for us, that's what he's written in his word, are coming to pass. You know, he says there remains for us a rest. So don't come short of it. And and that really speaks to me, especially like you and I, Jen, have been this past week kind of recuperating, maybe means you got to slow down a little, means you got to take some healing time. And if, especially if you're a type A personality, you don't do that very well. <laughs> you know, we want to take it. We want to take things in to our own hands, right? We want to keep going. We've got to push, push, push. And God is saying, you know, rest in me. And I love it in verse in verse 10, he says, for he who has entered into rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his on the seventh day, right? And so he says in verse 11, let us therefore be diligent to enter into that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience or disbelief. So diligently, in fact, the King James says labor to enter into that rest. And that just sounds like the opposite, right? Work hard to rest. But for some of us, resting is hard work. And we have to keep our eyes on Jesus to keep believing him and not do the works ourselves. And this is exactly what we were saying earlier. And, and for me, it is hard work for me to do nothing. So um, you know, this past week, as, as I was recuperating, it was very challenging to sit on the couch, do nothing, while my mind was playing out all of the things that had to get done, whether it was for the holidays or for my work or whatever. And so just trying to keep my focus on, you know, what, what I really needed to be doing, and that was resting to, to heal so that I could come back 110% and, and do all the things I wanted to do. Um, was was a little bit tough, but I have to say that um, because I was diligently seeking to rest, uh, my my healing is is coming along miraculously, and here we are, um, just a few days after after each of our procedures, and we're we're back at it. So praise the Lord, right? All glory to Him. Yes, yes, of course, his healing power is working, but that's what rest says. Rest is resting because it knows that God is working, that his healing promises are true, and that by Jesus stripes, we are healed, already done, you know, and so instead of, instead of unbelief or fretting or worrying, rest says, I believe you, Lord, I know you're working. It reminds me of that story of Martha you know, where Jesus goes to visit Mary and Martha at their house. And Martha's in the kitchen working, working, working so hard. And she comes running into her living room and she shouts at the Lord, make my sister help me. And what is her sister doing? She's sitting at the feet of Jesus. She's thinking, man, how often does the savior come to my house? <laughs> I'm going to listen to him. Right. And so she's resting and Martha is fretting. And yet this is the same Jesus who just the chapter before, you know, produced a meal for 5,000 people with loaves and fishes. And so sometimes we, everybody just keeps smiling and nobody will know it's you. Sometimes we take matters into our own hands to try to make them happen. And that's the opposite of rest. You know, that's the opposite of believing that's the opposite of faith. And that's why 
it, the, Hebrews 4 talks about diligently keeping your eyes on God, diligently keeping his promises in front of you and saying, no, I believe you, Lord, instead of trying to take matters into our own hands. And what, what keeps coming through my mind, I, I, I'm sure this is uh, written uh, or I'm, I'm going to speak it incorrectly, um, but I remember reading recently that God did not call us to be busy. He called us to be fruitful. And so busy, 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 busy is not God's intention for your life because it makes you crazy, you know, because you're always going, going, going. And guess what? You're not going to hear him through all of that noise. So when you take a moment to rest, guess who has finally a window of opportunity to talk to you? Well, it's God. So if you're saying, I never hear from God, I never hear from God, I don't think my prayers are getting heard. Well, maybe you need to chill and sit on the couch. <laughs> um, and not be forced to sit on the couch as, as uh, you and I were this week, but you know, choose to sit on the couch and just be and just listen because God can in 15 nanoseconds um, solve every problem you, you have that you're churning about if you would only just give him that, that time. And when we're striving and, and trying to do everything ourselves, um, you know, we get frustrated, we get confused, we get tired, and we're no good to anyone, right? We're no good to anyone. So let's, you know, make that that commitment, if you will, over these last few weeks of the year to really slow down, spend some quality time with God, and and just really listen for his voice, because He's got something to say to you. I guarantee you, he's got something to say to you. <laughs> if only he absolutely does. <laughs> yes. And it goes back to the thing we always say, right? Read the Bible, take some time every day to do your devotionals, put him first. You know, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things you need will be added to you. Sometimes we spend a lot of time seeking the things we need. And really, if we seek him first, he'll make sure that everything we need comes into line. Like you said, in 15 nanoseconds, he can solve every problem you ever had. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, he's our provider. He's our healer. And that's why he sent his son so that we would have access to all of this. I mean, it really is. This is the revelation that I um, have really been getting over these last few days is that really seeing myself the way God sees me, not the way I see myself and or the way other people see me. But when you see yourself the way God sees you, then it really does transform how you approach everything in your life. And I think really, um, I mean, Jesus is the reason for the season, right? So if we keep our eyes on him, then all of these things will be added onto us. Um, so Amen. It's a joyous time. It's a joyous time. So we hope that you have been blessed by today's message. Certainly there are uh, a ton of resources that you can avail yourself to on Karen's website. I've got my, my book as well on my website, and we, we hope that you'll check them both out. Uh, they make great Christmas presents, <laughs> um, you know, for those, uh, for yourself or for anyone on your, on your gift list. But, um, 
We're both happy to be back, looking forward to sharing more of uh, these lessons with you over the next few weeks during the holidays. And we've got lots of exciting things planned for, for next year as well. So we hope you'll stay tuned. Um, we hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. And uh, be sure to drop us a line if there's anything in particular you're, you're struggling with or you'd like us to talk about. So until next time, everyone, have a blessed day. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed our show today. If you'd like to learn more about Karen and her ministry, head over to karensalsbury.org. She has a great blog and tons of books and resources that you're going to love. Be sure to follow her on Facebook, Instagram, and now TikTok. Also, don't forget to sign up for my weekly blog, Elevate the Day. It goes out every Sunday morning straight to your inbox. Head over to jennifercavello.com to sign up. And you can also get a copy of my new book, Finding God, Finding Me, which is also available on Amazon. Follow Elevate the Day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next week, may God bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you.